A, good morning. Good Welcome morning. to Duality. <laughs> <laughs> it's a transition for me. Um, Welcome. And... Uh, Welcome our guest, B. Thank you, thank you. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for coming on to the show. Today we're going to get into talking about truth and honesty, transparency, and being honest when we're up and also when we're down. Yes. Just keeping it real, keeping it a book in whatever situation, circumstance. Yeah. You know, we live that. So, you know, I know I asked you uh, the, your theme, and that's kind of how I go about a lot of the t- like o- almost every single t- time I have somebody on the podcast. How I kind of um, create the topic is like we create it. You know what I mean? Like I'll be like, oh, what's the theme that's coming up? And either it's a dialogue or either it just hits. And like yeah. with you, it was just like boom, exactly. Like, <laughs> it just goes around. Exactly. Like you're, I'm like, what's coming up for you? I'm like, oh, that's great because that's exactly what's coming up for me too. So you know, that's the middle ground. So we can have the most like organic conversation that's super present. Because if we prep a few weeks in advance and we're going to talk about a certain topic, we might not feel like we want to talk about it by the time the podcast comes up, yeah. you know. So that's not why I kind of do things like that. But um, yeah, so what made you, What what's kind of coming up like, you know, Honestly, in regards to that? Um, that came up for me. It was weird because when you had asked me, that was like festering for a while and I think it's part of the realization of who I'm becoming as a person what I allow or what I don't allow for my individuality 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 um I think that I've just realized so much from the people that I encounter and it made me think okay well Am I being transparent myself what do I not want to take from people that I allow in my space you know mm-hmm. and I feel like a big part of that is also realizing what are you giving yourself that you're not allowing in your space. And that's been a thing that's been heavy hitting me for like about two months now. And that's also mm-hmm. part of me discovering myself, not just as Bria, but also like as I go further into adulthood. Like I'm an adult, but you keep growing as you get older. You never stop learning, you know. So I feel like transparency, it starts with you. You know, if you're honest with yourself, obviously that flows into your everyday life, that flows into your routine. But I feel like I haven't been the most honest with myself um, growing up or I feel like I've hidden so many deeper parts of myself to kind of mesh with a lot of my friends, you know, or try to fit in because I didn't have friends growing up. I was always like the weird kid in school and I used to like pretend to be, you know, more of like this chill like person I was always pretty low-key but again like that was part of me growing up and realize okay you don't have to be what these people want you to be Mm -hmm. if you're yourself and you're honest with who you feel you should be the rest of it will just kind of flow to you you know but that's been like going on in my head for a really (laughs) a really long time a really long time yeah no, I completely understand that and can definitely relate. I know I'm sure a bunch of people can relate to that. It's like, you know, I feel like a lot of people feel shame surrounding when we um, people please, yeah. but it's a means of survival, you know? Like for some people, uh, we adapt to this behavior at such a young age because we know like ultimately we'll get what we want. So it's this like subtle like, you can say it's a manipulation tactic, but that doesn't have to be in a negative connotation. It's literally what 
we needed to do. Maybe it, we needed to do a certain thing or make a certain sound or be a certain way when we were a little baby in order to get certain attention or food or whatever it is. And like, even though we're so little and we're not speaking yet, like <coughs> that's that, um, that pattern, that routine, that cycle like continues. And then cause we, we received what we wanted in the end, you know, we received that dopamine or whatever it is or what, whatever we receive from that. It just, created this uh this system so i think that you know in getting honest with ourselves about these different things that we may have or um, ways that we may have been in our lives and that we're trying to change because we can't just be like all right like i hate this about myself i need it to be gone by tomorrow <laughs> like it's just not realistic like we can want it to you know what i mean but think about how many years it's been in place and how many times it actually benefited us, you know? So it's like to just be like, you don't need that anymore, body. Your body's like, um. Why not? We do, actually. <laughs> like, not? we do need that. I don't know who you are, who you think you are, but we know better. Yeah. Like, we know better. <laughs> so with that, I feel like it's just having that compassion of just like, all right, I'm a human being. Like, I was trying to get what I wanted, mm-hmm. which we all do. Everyone just does it differently. Yeah. And then just in that honesty have compassion for ourselves, and then also make realistic changes like okay every time i notice it i'm going to ask myself like what do i want to do does this feel good for me and then checking in so also setting boundaries setting boundaries with yourself you know because you can't really <laughs> have boundaries, boundaries with other people and not have them with yourself it's like things won't be upheld you know so it creates a toxic pattern mm-hmm. that like I feel like that made, what's my voice? I feel like that spiraled me into such a toxic pattern. Like, you you go through, like, cycles of who you meet in life, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like part of not having that boundary for myself allowed people to think they don't have to have boundaries for me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, whoa, like, these people, they seem like they care about you because, Mm -hmm. like, you're you're with them doing whatever. Um... But in reality, like, those aren't your real friends, you know? Yeah. Like, those people aren't for you. Like, they don't care about your health. They don't because care about they your don't, mental. Because they don't care about themselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's just the same reflection. It's like, a mirror. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a mirror. It's You're like looking. we're not giving boundaries to ourselves. They're not giving boundaries to us. They're not respecting or loving us the way we feel we deserve because they're not doing it for themselves. So it's like how can we expect things from people that they they can't give it to themselves? Someone can't give themselves... You know, they have all the advice in the world. And, you know, if if you trust and value them and their and their life experience, like, yeah, of course, like you can like you can, it'll hold weight. But nothing holds more weight than when you see someone doing something, you know, that's like why if somebody had gained weight and then they lost a bunch of weight, everybody's asking them what they did. Mm-hmm. Not if they don't have to tell anybody anything because you see the results. Okay. The same thing with people who are successful or so, quote unquote successful because successful can look different in many different ways scopes and views but like you know outwardly um maybe like open business or accomplish certain goals or common goals that you might have like you look at them they don't have to ask or they don't have to just give you advice like out of no like most people go to them and ask them because they're embodying it like they they did it they didn't need to talk about it they did it Mm -hmm. you know and sometimes that's like it's hard to get that honest with yourself that the only it's it's a fine line right there's like 
what is what is honesty without compassion is cruelty really you know what i mean because if you when you realize that you're the only reason that everything like anything that you don't want like you don't have in a big way not the only reason i'm just being very broad in general you know Mm because obviously there's a lot of like systems and factors at play but when you realize that the biggest thing that holds you back is yourself you have two routes you're like oh well i'm be cruel because i'm like what the fuck i'm over here like try to do a thing and like (laughs) i'm the one who's not letting me do this thing like i'm over here mad at this one and that one in this circumstance but like really i'm the one you know so you're like what the fuck and then you're mad at yourself and you hate yourself because you're like what the fuck and then you're just continuing the cycle right or you're like yo like you get curious like "Hmm, why did i why did i hold my back my myself back on that you know why like becoming curious in the way that you're just like hmm like you, when you look at an animal and you look at a kid and you're like, hmm, I wonder why they did that. Like, mm-hmm. Treating yourself with that same compassion, you know? We still have, most of the times when we behave in that way, it's like our inner child just taking the wheel. Yeah. And they're oh. just like, so it's <laughs> like we need to have a conversation. <laughs> like, uh, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me, little me. Hi, um, can we not spend all my money this week? Can we just, you know, can we, uh, can we believe in ourselves so we can start what we set out to do and, like, know that we're worthy of it you're so worthy i love you you know just having conversations like that with yourself i feel it makes such a big difference because when we're just constantly like ignoring that cry out for help it's like we're ignoring a child like they're gonna it's they're gonna build a resentment they're going to try to manipulate us in ways to get what they want because they need it because it's a part of their survival because you need to people need to be acknowledged no matter how old they are when you're a, a little baby to when you're an elder, you know, like you need to be acknowledged. People feel lonely when they're not acknowledged. Even that's why, like, even if even if I'm about to tell a homeless person, like, nah, like I can't, I don't got money, or like, or whoever, someone on the street who's trying to like grab some. I do my best to just still acknowledge them, even if I'm like, no, <laughs> like, just to acknowledge them because so many people walk past these humans, and they have to question if they're even there. You know what I mean? And that's just reenacting a, a trauma, I'm sure, that existed in their reality. Yeah. You know, so it's wild. It's wild when you start, like, tying those things together, being honest with yourself. That's true. What are mm-hmm. some other other things you've been uh, noticing about, like, how do you get honest with yourself? Like, how, where, what kind of space do you have to be in? Like, say, you know, a situation arises. Is it, like, in the moment of the situation? Is it after you process it? Like, when does that usually happen for you? What does that process look like? Well, it's crazy because I used to, which falls back into, like, again, being, like, like ignoring that inner child, like, that part of you. I used to just sit there and deal with it. Like, if I wasn't comfortable in a situation, I would just be like, all right, you have this much time. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. You're just going to keep, uh, keep it going. <laughs> you want me to keep it? It's all good. It's all good. You can... <laughs> It was warm. It was. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I get for not looking at what I was doing. I really just poured my tea all over myself. It's fine. That's what you said. <laughs> so I close myself. Um, I used to just like sit there and deal with like I used to be like, oh, this is how much time left. I have to be here until I can go home and like meditate it off. Like. 
I don't do that no more. So mm. I'll literally like exit the situation. Like if I want to be present with somebody, if I don't want to be present in a place, if I feel like I'm not being true to myself and I'm not helping myself in any way, um, and I need to be in like a space where I can recollect, I leave. <laughs> like yeah. I go home. I go to mm-hmm. the park. I go to like in the middle of a fort. I go anywhere where I can just sit there and meditate. It doesn't have to have any music. I don't have to have, you know company i'll sit there in silence until i get myself right Mm -hmm. and most of the time um i'll sit by the boardwalk or i'll sit you know by my house and i'll just i'll just talk to myself like i'll just sit with myself and try to be as present as possible because again that's part of my learning journey right now like with myself because i'm still learning and i'm i think right now especially like i'm going through like the hardest part of learning myself because i always used to say to myself oh i did the shadow work or I'm doing the shadow work, like, I figured it out. No, like, this is, like, the time now that I'm starting to figure it out, and it's scary, because it's, like, you think doing the shadow work is, like, healing from certain types of trauma and just being done with it, and then you're like, all right, well, what's next? It's not a matter of what's next, so to say. I feel like it's, like, again, it's a constant learning period. Mm -hmm. So whereas I used to think I was doing one thing and just being done with it, I'm sitting up here and I'm like, all right, well, clearly I have a lot to work on because I was super cocky about my journey and where I was going in my life. Um, So I'm still trying to learn where I fall with myself as far as how to properly tackle things the right way for me. Um, I say for me because everyone has their own way of doing things. Mm -hmm. Um, But as of right now, being as again honest and open and in my own space as possible as much as possible is what's helping me and i've just like not ignoring people but i have been like keeping space from a lot of my friends because Mm -hmm. i feel like their space affects my space like your energy affects my energy whatever you have going on i am liable to take in and put on myself which i've done plenty of times Mm -hmm. um, which is another thing i'm working on is not taking other people's um other people's issues or whatever they have going on in their life and trying to help them tackle it while tackling my own issues. Like, that used to be, like, a big no-no for me, like, a huge mm-hmm. red flag. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another huge thing I got to work on. It's a process. Though. It well, sucks. You're working on it, though. It sucks. You're working on it, though, and, like, from what it sounds like, is like you, you're, com- you're in a really good space, you know. I know it does suck a lot (laughs) but at the same token we also you know that comes with the territory like everybody wants to talk about what it is to be awake and and spiritual and see this and see that but like that comes with the territory like you got to put in the work in order to see that you got to put in the work in order to have access to those realms not only within yourself but within other people and if you don't kind of put that that work in like it you'll start gaining access to that you know, that part of yourself and that part of the world and that part of reality in which you can uh, kind of move or navigate in. And then there's, like, the fine line of the delusion in between, you know, where it's, like, we're not quite there and we're not quite um, regressed back, you know. And uh, that's when we're not being honest with ourselves, you know. So the safest thing you can do is be honest with yourself. might hurt at first, but you can then navigate it. Like, at least you're giving yourself consent to deal with what's actually happening rather than just 
like having it happen, you know, and, and feeling like you have no control, right? Just waking up and being at a destination or being at a place rather than doing that, like you can actually like co-create and be a part of your own growth rather than just kind of existing. Like you're choosing to then live, mm-hmm. you're choosing to then be present. And that takes a lot of courage and that takes a lot of strength because we are in a world of distractions where everything is p- set up perfectly designed to distract us from ourselves, from our loved ones, from our communities, to hyper-individualize ourselves, and to be focused on money, really. That's mm-hmm. what society has been like, focused on, like, you know, money really? and fame yeah. and status <laughs> and power. Like, because once again, we, we're humans and we live by example. What are the people in power doing? Like that's what they do like that's how they got there so like of course in one sense of a way like that's going to be um glorified even if it's in like an undertone in your subconscious so with that being said like getting real getting honest with yourself like yo like what am i actually feeling in this moment especially when you're feeling uh i don't want to say bad emotions or negative more like just undesirable ones right like things that you don't wish to be all the time when you start feeling that shame that discomfort that embarrassment that anger, that rage, like, once again, just coming from that space of being curious, like, hmm, I wonder why you feel like that. And then just taking that moment to have that conversation with yourself because you'll save yourself a lot more grief and and embarrassment after because when you're not present in those moments when you're feeling those strong emotions, they grow. Because mm-hmm. you're, you're feeding the emotion, not the presence. So you're just making it bigger for you and whoever has to deal with that moment. So it's like, for me, like, one of my biggest things is like in life, I don't really fear, I don't really fear like the traditional fears not to be like, oh, I don't fear. Like, just like the thought of dying doesn't really scare me. The thought of like, you know, heights doesn't really scare me. The thought of like, you know, certain things doesn't really scare me just because of certain life experiences I've had. Um, did they scare me at points? Yeah, like the ocean used to terrify me. It still does. I still have respect for it, but it doesn't like terrify me. Maybe the deep ocean. I, I'm a I'm a human. I don't feel like I have any business being in the deep ocean, but to that's each their own. World. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like people who are in submarines and scuba dive, that's, you know, that's your life, but I ain't going <laughs> to sign up in that, you know what I mean? But one of the biggest things that um, I guess you can call it a fear that I have had in my life that I, I still have and, like, and sit with and work on and process is, like, I don't want to hurt people. I don't really necessarily think that fear is bad to have i feel like that's a good fear to have but also i can't let it lead my life because then i won't do anything you know if i fear that i'm gonna hurt people because the truth is is like it's inevitable it's inevitable (laughs) exactly it's like when 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 parents are like i don't want to traumatize my kids like you're gonna but like just be present and accountable and you (laughs) do like maybe you won't traumatize your kids like the way you might have been traumatized because you have the awareness for you to even have that statement or that thought before having children right or while you have them. And just allowing yourself, like, you, there is no perfect. We're going to have bad days. We're going to have a day that we're just, like, saying some random rogue shit. You know what I mean? But if you take accountability, you're honest with yourself, you're transparent with yourself, and you're compassionate with yourself, you can actually change. When you're not compassionate with yourself, you're just going to feel like you're just getting beaten down. And I feel like that's what happens with a lot of people who really focus on shadow work solely and not like light work for themselves or other terms you know and in other terms like more like um 
focus more on self-reflection and taking accountability for things and not focusing on, you know, um, the outer world and, like, uh, reflection of how how you could have gotten to these points, it could be a really mean place with yourself. It could be a place that you you kind of dig deep and you stay deep and, like, you can't even you can't even breathe because it's like you're and you're so far removed from everyone and everything and then it's like when you dig deep and you're underground you literally feel like you're beneath everyone because you're sitting there like i did this and i did that you're taking accountability for all this stuff but you're not considering other factors it's okay to take accountability but when we're not when we're not considering other factors and we're not compassionate with those considerings like we're just being ourselves up so what is that awareness doing we're taking that awareness and we're using it as a as a weapon against ourselves Mm -hmm. we're using that as another reason for us to not feel worthy so then we're contributing to abuse ourselves so how do we get how do we get out of that cycle we get fucking honest about it and you talk to people about it, and you realize, oh, shit, I'm not the only one who does that. Oh, you're really hard on yourself, too. Most people that are hard on other people and super critical on other people are that way on themselves ten times. I mean, some people are just dicks, you know what I mean? But, like, <laughs> it's not even that they are just, you know, it's obviously by conditioning. But when I say that, I mean, like, some people don't care to change. No. Some people are perfectly <laughs> fine with not having compassion for themselves or others. I mean, are they really fine in the end? No, but it's not mine to sit there, pick at, and try to understand, dissect. You know, that's theirs. Because the moment we start making people our focus and our project is the moment we take on all this shit. Oh, my God. I do that all the time. <laughs> I mean, it takes one and no one, right? Yeah, I do that all the time, all the time. It's crazy. My mom used to say, why don't you love yourself? I used to get so mad. It's like... I do love myself. Like, I give myself as much love as possible. I'm like, what does she mean? Why don't I love myself? And she's mm-hmm. like, come back and talk to me when you love yourself. And he's get pissed. And, like, I remember recently I had sat down with her. And exactly what you said is why she asked me that question. Because I was always extending all the love I should be extending to myself to everyone else. Mm-hmm. And I never sat there and was like, how is this affecting me? this is not good for me. I mm-hmm. should probably back away from whatever's going on. And instead I'm sitting there and I'm like trying to help people, trying to make certain situations a project for myself when I don't have to. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you have that type of heart and you have that natural nurturing type of feeling and you're like that spirit, like you just, it's something you feel like you have to do, but you don't, mm-hmm. you know, especially for the wrong people. It's like, it's, it's such an interesting thing because it's like um something i noticed for me personally about that where uh i feel like a lot of people might be able to resonate with but you might not like that you resonate with um although we have a good heart and it's coming from a good space and we genuinely want people we care about people that coping mechanism tends to be another excuse for us to not pay attention to ourselves. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, if I help this person, I don't have to focus on my own shit that I got to help myself with. 
So then it becomes a, a vehicle of escapism through yeah. humans. And that's how, and we call it codependency. That's some shit Learned that was that a hard, hard way. <laughs> that was a hard thing to sit with. I remember the first time I like sat and like, I remember the first time I heard the word codependency. I was like, right. I'm like, I'm not codependent. It was the most fucking codependent in my life when I said that. That's the crazy part. Like, yeah. in my life. It, it's crazy how with truth, like denial wants to be the first emotion or energy that speaks up, right? Denial wants to be like, absolutely fucking not. What are you talking about? What the fuck do you mean? Nah. <laughs> no, that's not what it is. And then it simmers and you're like, maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe a little bit of that. Yeah. Like, and that's when the compassion comes in. Because then it's like, instead of being like, wow, I'm a horrible person, the only reason I help people, because our brain wants to exaggerate, right? The only reason I help anyone is because I want to get away from myself. No, you want to help people. Like, let's not get that twisted. Like, let's right. not make you a villain. Yeah, you want to help people. You just don't know how to distribute the energy evenly. Maybe, you know, you take half that time to do it for yourself, half the time to do it for other people. Maybe you do 25% of the time for other people, 75% of your time for yourself. It's going to be different every day because you're going to have needs that need to be met every day, and that's going to look and feel different. Mm -hmm. So how do you navigate when you want to share a truth? Um, you know, we kind of touched on how we do it for ourselves, but, like, how do you do it when you need to express it to somebody else? specifically meaning like just anybody if like you have something you want to tell somebody like you're like yo i need to express this truth like i need to i need to have this conversation uh, like i, I just tell oh. you <laughs> like i'm gonna tell you straight up like it's harder for me to sit with myself sometimes and tell myself okay is this really what's happening can i really take this on but like if i feel i mean especially now if i feel some type of way about how somebody may make how I be I, how I feel I'd be making somebody else feel or how somebody would be making me feel. Mm -hmm. I'm very straightforward and blunt about it. I don't have to be rude. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be disrespectful. Um, but I am gonna tell you like, hey, can we like can we sit and talk or can we communicate through something that's pressing on my shoulders? Like I want to talk to you, you know. Mm -hmm. And how I deliver it matters yes but i also try to do it in a way where the person understands i'm not attacking them yeah you know i'm not trying Absolutely. to make you feel beneath anything or, or us or the situation i'm sitting here and explaining to you like this is something i want us both to work on whether or not you want to that's fine that's up to you mm -hmm. but i'm expressing from my end this is something that i want to work on absolutely you know and there's times where i've i've approached people and i was like you know whether it doesn't matter what kind of like it could be friendship, family, whatever. It's just like I need to work on this for myself. Don't take offense or take it personally if I disappear for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And people still get you. People still get really mad, and they mm -hmm. don't want to hear that. You know? Yeah, because you upholding your boundaries is a, a a huge reminder of how they aren't with theirs. And that's like a lot of times the thing that happens is like we we express like we're like okay, these are my boundaries. Okay, this is my truth. Okay, this is where I'm coming from. These are the feelings. This is whatever. We share it, and then sometimes it can't. It's not fully received because whoever we're expressing it to isn't ready to confront that within themselves, mm -hmm. or like, or it's super subconscious, like, and 
people sometimes people are conscious of that and then sometimes people are just so unconscious of that and they just don't like you because of that. yeah like they're just like i don't know what it is about her but i don't like her <laughs> and it's like yeah because i remind you of the depths of yourself yeah. that you're neglecting <laughs> like you know what i mean and it's like obviously everyone's not for everyone and sometimes people are not for people at certain times and sometimes they are you know um i know for myself like i need to chill with only being that part like i need to just be a person that's like okay like i'm just gonna i'm just gonna be on the shore today because it's like what i say over here i'm like well i don't i don't necessarily want to be in the depths of the ocean but then why am i like that with my emotions mm-hmm. you know what i mean i'm like oh, i i said earlier that i'm not i like i'm good kind of afraid of that part but then when it comes to my emotions it's like i'm a full-blown scuba diver like I just be deep in the depths, like, <laughs> oh, you see these uh, these fish that light up and they glow in the dark because there's no sunlight down here? Like, that's crazy. I come back with all this information that I, I scavenge from down there. And then you realize, like, you can't even talk to everybody about that because some people have never even seen that. And that's crazy. And but some it's people, a thing. It's well, a it's real cra- thing. to us, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, but we we're crazy to them. Yeah. They're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Just like how I said, like, well, I wouldn't, not, like, I, I'm not gonna go school dive, like, physically, like that. But they're looking at us like that. I'm not gonna go school dive emotionally. Why, like, for me, and I don't know if you also resonate with this, it's like, at times, when people lacked emotional or intellectual or spiritual depth, I had like a repulsion in a sense. Like I would be like, how? And judge it, you know what I mean? Like how can you live life and not wonder what happens when we die? How could you live life and not wonder how we're connected to one another? How can you live life and not wonder how you affect another person? Heavy. Like. (laughs) Heavy. And like, when I would have those experiences where, and I would be like, what the, like, what the fuck? Like, I remember coming back from drinking ayahuasca and I'm sitting, like, I'm at my, like, I'm at different events. Like, you know, some family events, some whatever events, like, maybe the same month. It It was like December, so it was like Christmas. Things were coming up, you know, shit like that was happening. Where I was in certain groups sometimes and I'm like, Everyone's talking about sports and, like, you know, this and, like, oh, I, 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 what's going on in school? And, like, and I'm, like, our planet's dying and we're <laughs> all, we, none of us care. Yeah, like, we're, we're like, getting fucking poisoned in our water and food system. Um, like, you know, I'm sitting there with all the depths of, like, these intense fucking, like, reality checks and truths that i'm coming back with and i'm like i can't connect to anybody i can't connect to anyone around me what the fuck like which i've always felt in my life like that's been my life experience feeling like i always had this like really depthful part of myself and people would evade me because of that because they can't handle it exactly but that and then that made me like feel either unworthy or feel ashamed for being myself. And then the exact same thing was the reason why people sought me out. And flip. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? When people yeah, started yeah. seeking me out, <laughs> I, I, I was like, what? <laughs> like, 
huh? everything kind of just changed as time went on. So it's so interesting because it's like I, if it's one thing like I'm grateful for is that like although I had moments of trying to suppress who I am, I I can't. Because it's the fucking bottom of the ocean. So how the fuck are you going to suppress that? Like, this is going to break whatever you put it in. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, the pressure, the water, like, you know? So, with that being said, it's like, when meeting people where they're at, and then also, like, being, asking yourself if you're okay with meeting there. You know? Because, like, I looked at all of these things. Like, I stopped listening to mainstream music. I Like, there, I was an extreme of, of everything that, like, maybe I embody now still, but, like, I was an extreme of it, you know? And not only could I not connect with anybody, but I judged. I was judging everyone. I was judging myself. I was judging everyone. It's like, why the fuck would people still eat me? Like, why the fuck? Yeah. How could you know what you know and still eat meat? How could you do this and still do that? Now I'm using my awareness as a vehicle of, I know, or a weapon against other people. Oh, it's so great. I got so awoken to how spiritually connected and depthful I am to sever my ties with community. That's not fucking balanced. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's not balanced. And then, like, that's when I realized, like, I remember, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget, too. Like, I was in the car, and I just had this Jada Kiss song, like, stuck in my head. I'm like, I want to listen to that song. Like, and I haven't listened to regular music in a long time. Like, I was just listening to medicine music. Like, was, that's it. <laughs> like, and which is beautiful and disciplined, but, like, I, I just, you know, what music does to us, right? The different sounds and frequencies, like how it affects us, how mm -hmm. it can affect our minds, you know? Like I just became very aware of how it was affecting mine and how I didn't want, I wasn't resonating with these words. But I had this like <laughs> very ratch song stuck in my head. I could not get it out of my head. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna put it on. I remember putting it on and I was like, that felt good. Like, even if the frequencies aren't, like, hitting my heart chakra, <laughs> that shit felt good. Like, I don't know. And then I was like, I could be human. I'm a fucking human. Why am I trying to be a spirit? Why am I trying to be an ancestor already or a deity? I'm a fucking human. That's where we are right now. <laughs> and once again, just the levels of getting honest with myself. To be like, yo, you are judging somebody. Mm -hmm. Judgment isn't always wrong. It's good to make a good judgment call. Everybody loves to say judgment is horrible. Everybody, oh, don't be judgy. This and that. But if you're not making a judgment, then you're literally just saying okay to yes, everything yeah, in life. Don't be yes man to everything. Absolutely not. You have to make a judgment call. You know, but be balanced. You know, understand where it's coming from and do your best to um, look at all perspectives. You know. Um, but yeah, that was just I don't I, I forgot where I was going with that. But like that's just you know. <laughs> It's the, crazy. Oh, talking to people. Show. Talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. Um, when you're talking to people, um, how to express truths. Yeah. I think one of the most important things, too, is just to ask, hey, are you open yeah. to having this conversation? <laughs> hey, are you open to hearing this? I, like, I have something I want to talk to you about. Consent. You know what I noticed? W even when, so, one of the, in regards to consent, in regards to even talking to people and being open with people, I notice that a lot of the time there's certain people that approach me 
that may want to have that talk, and then like they freeze up, and I'll never. I'm still trying to figure that out till this day, like why that happens. Like, I'll try to have an open, honest conversation, and then like they slowly try to like not try because I don't really know what's going on in anyone else's head besides my own. Mm-hmm. But people start to teeter, mm-hmm. and they don't want to tell you what's really going on. Like mm-hmm. they start, to, they start to tell you, then they kind of like break off somewhere else. And I'm like, why are you so afraid to be honest with me? Like, what is going on? Like, and it's and not we see it like yeah, that. Yeah, but They don't see it like that, and I don't get it. I'm mm-hmm. like. Because if you're like, me. if you're like, oh, you're afraid to tell me, you're like, absolutely fucking not. You're and then it gets shit. worse. Yeah. Now it's like, now you're fighting. Now it's not you're even resisting. about the topic that, that we're talking about. Now we're just having an argument and now, and, and, and you're winning because you're distracting <laughs> me from what I actually mm-hmm. want. You know, I, I mean, I completely understand that. Like, no matter how you say it though, like no matter mm-hmm. how you try mm-hmm. to word things yeah mm-hmm. or like just make them co- like i can't make you comfortable in a situation i could try to accommodate to make you feel you know open to speaking with me but mm-hmm. i feel like the more i try to accommodate their comfortability the worse it gets and i don't know why yep. <laughs> or people are afraid to just talk to me in general sometimes and i know that there's something wrong mm-hmm. and i'll be like is there something going on and they're like well how do you know or what do you know that you know like it just makes me feel like awkward and i don't really Mm -hmm. blame myself or blame the other person so to say i just feel awkward because it's like i can feel something's off yep and it's not being addressed and you want to address it and they don't want to address it and you can't force it you know it's a really hard topic (laughs) it's a really thing that that's that's a real like accurate and solid truth with things that i've been also experiencing recently and um you know, it's or in my life in general, I feel like I always come across this. This isn't like this isn't new, actually. Like mm-hmm. this is like something that comes up in different shapes and forms in people. And it's like, well, hearing you mention that now, now hearing it outside of my own voice, I would like to ask you, like, why do you think that you attract people like that? Or if I said, why do what? This might be easier. Why do you think I attract people like that? Because it's harder when we look at ourselves in the right. So that might be a little easier. I attract a lot of people that have deep trauma. And for why, I didn't look at it as why I attract people like that. I just thought it was like, oh, okay, like maybe I'm just really nice and these people need that extra help and they need that extra love. So I'm going to be there to give it to them. You know? I have unexplainable trauma. Like I could write a book. And I'm sure other people can write a book, but I can write a book about, like, the trauma I have. And rather than sitting, I like, as I got older again, like, rather than sitting on it and just, <clears throat> like, wallowing in pain and stuff, I feel like I try to solve it or make it better by helping other people treat their trauma instead of treating my own. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, like, I don't know, I feel like it's crazy because, like, that's also part of me learning to not be that way you know but damn that question just burnt my brain you realize i'm like in the middle of a realization you want like more? It. sure but that's crazy yeah because i don't i haven't there's a lot of trauma of my own i haven't treated so instead of really looking and facing my own not that i don't face my own but instead of like really like taking the time to address each and every single event that's brought me here 
at this point in my life and who I am as a person. Um, I spend a lot of time jumping into other people's situations and being like, hmm, what are you going through that I've went through that I could help you with? Meanwhile, I didn't even finish helping myself. <laughs> you know? That's how true it is. Like, I think that's also a thing is like you attract what, not just what you love, but what you connect with. Like people are bonded by likeliness. You know, like when you've been through the same thing, it's like, oh, you're going through that too? Bet. Let's figure out how we can get through this together instead of, okay, how, can how do we have that balance to mm-hmm. manage it on your own? Yeah, because if you're going, if you're constantly with other people that are going through the same exact things, like how are either of you going to be able to hold space for the other or yourself? You can't. It's going to be very reactionary because you're going to be trying to survive. Codependency. I literally had... Um, to sit down with somebody and I was like I would never call the person codependent to their face I just feel like I knew what (laughs) (laughs) in in my defense um (laughs) my defense I had a whole infused dinner last night (laughs) I am spastic, but it's not normally this intense on the pod. Like, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm trying to keep it together. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm like, it's just lives day now. It's okay. But, yeah, so. <laughs> I'm sorry. For <laughs> sorry for distracting people. I feel like it was really valid. It was a really, really big one. <laughs> I really resonated with a lot of what you were saying. Listen, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> oh, shit. No, I would, I would never call. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. <sighs> so you're saying you would never call that person codependent. I would never call that <laughs> codependent but i've seen i think um the relationship i held with that person was so deep because of how we how we were as far as placement in trauma you Mm -hmm. know and i saw myself in this person as far as like i feel like again any relationship doesn't matter what kind of relationship it is like we said it's mirroring you Mm -hmm. know you're seeing a reflection of yourself based Mm -hmm. on the type of person that you allow yourself to get involved with. And I feel like I saw so much of myself in this person, and I was like, was I like that at one point in a relationship? That's wild. Mm-hmm. And, like, they were not letting go. Like, they mm-hmm. were, like, and I don't mean, I don't even mean, like, as far as, like, the connection, so to say. I mean, like, on, like, a really spiritual level, they were not letting go. Yeah. And I was like, no, I need you to let go. <laughs> like, I need you to, like, be on your own and realize, like, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had sat down, and I asked the person, and I was just like, you know, why do you not want to help yourself? Like, you're t- you constantly tell me, like, you want the help, but you don't want to help yourself, and I'm trying to figure out why. And then they were just like, well, I'm comfortable. And I was like, ooh. So I really can't be here for you. Like I could yeah. be here for you, like especially with that uh, with that awareness of that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I went through that already. 
So mm-hmm. I know what that feels like, especially when you're stubborn and you don't want to like be present in the sense of like trying to even step forward into the light of helping yourself. That person mm-hmm. was like, no, nah, I'm comfortable. And I was like, I was like, all right, respect it. But respect that now like I can't, I can't fester through this with you because that's unhealthy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I can't be the bridge you're going to continuously walk over to try and go back over the same bridge a billion times because you don't want to move forward. Like, mm-hmm. okay, that's fine. You'll get through it. Yeah. And all you can do with anybody like that is just, you know, you give their, their, your prayers. It's like, it's like the thing, it all goes back to addiction, right? And addictions and addiction, addictive behaviors. We can use the example of people who are addicted to like drugs and alcohol as like the, um, as the, catalyst for our brain to allow and accept that there are other addictions like that's just the out in public one right that's the one you can't hide everyone's addicted to something right some people are addicted to comfort because comfort uh protects them from the discomfort because of yeah some people just don't have the capacity to process certain things that have happened either in their life or are happening in their life at this time this moment because then they wouldn't be able to move forward which would hinder them their survival their means of life so um if we look at it in the perspective of like you you having compassion for the means in someone's survival like it's literally the means in their survival rather than just like they just don't want to get deep. It's like, it's unsafe for them. They feel like it's literally life or, de- yeah. life or death yeah, yeah. if they get deep with me right now. Why don't I have compassion for that? And then you ask yourself, like, why do I need them to get that deep? And then it's like, that might circle back to one of your needs. And it doesn't mean you should feel ashamed of that because we all need to have our needs met. Like, okay, well, maybe if someone gets that deep, then it'll validate a feeling or an emotion or an experience. But maybe that feeling or emotion or experience needs to be validated because of a need of ours to control or to estimate or to see if this person is worthy of our time or space or like like a measurement, right? Not like worthy. I mean, I guess worthy, but not like in the, in the general sense. More mm-hmm. like an estimate because like, Sometimes we have control issues. We don't realize we have control issues, and our control issues come in the in the in the frame of like, well, should I keep investing time in this person or this place or this thing or this job or this whatever? Is it worth it for me? You know, and like, is it what I want? Is it what I need? But our needs change. The more that we grow and um, become aware of things within ourselves, like we're always going to have needs. They're going to look and feel different. You know, we might have our basic needs always, but, like, they're going to look and feel different. And in order for anybody to respect them, we have to be honest with ourselves that we need them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we need things from other people. And I feel like a lot of us struggle with the concept of that. It's like, oh, I need you to come into this space and be present and grounded you know i need you to come onto this podcast and and be honest if we're talking about honesty you know like there's simple things that like our needs are going to be different every day every place every space you know like so getting honest with ourselves it the people who are expressing 
our needs, sometimes we overexpress them. And it actually becomes a way that we are, it's like, it's like a fucking inside out thing. Like, it's like, sometimes we overexpress our needs and it actually stops us to getting to the root of why we actually need them in the first place. Yeah. And then sometimes people don't express their needs because they're afraid that they're not going to get met. And if they're not met, that they're not going to fuck with you anymore. Both ways is kind of like, I'm not going to fuck with this if I don't get what I want, so I'm going to try to manipulate my way to sabotage the actual natural experience of if I just genuinely and honestly was honest with myself and that person in that moment about what I need in that moment. Taking the unhealthy route out. Yeah. And it's doing the same thing in just two different ways. But it feels like, what the fuck is wrong with you when you're on one side? (laughs) Like, why the fuck are you like this when you're on the other side, you know? Like, why do you say so much? Why do you say not enough? You know, like, and it's, like, it's so interesting how relevant that is and, like, how um, we all go through those experiences. Sometimes you just have an experience and you just forget that so many people are going to have that experience. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, like, then you realize, like, okay, well, if we're all having that experience, what does that mean? Are we just trying to balance ourselves, you know? Like, are we just trying to balance ourselves by attracting places and spaces and things that are kind of the opposite, you know, to find balance? And maybe it's not extreme opposite. Like, maybe y'all have things in common or, like, or you you have same goals with, like, with, like, uh, same morals lined up and, like, say if it's, like, a job, you know? Like, you have things that are in alignment, but maybe not all things. But how can you have all things that are in alignment? Because then that's to believe that you're you're a perfect being that doesn't need to grow anymore. So it's fucking unrealistic. It's not realistic. <laughs> like, you're never going to have all things in alignment with anyone or anything. It doesn't exist. Yeah. So why are we always, like, we, you know, always striving for perfection all the time and giving these, like, high expectations, which is not to get confused with not having any expectations at all. Like, you know, when someone's just like, hey, hi, good morning, and, like, your need is being met. Like, I was ta- I was, ta- I was on my friend the other night. Like, I was like, yo, my expectations and were, were so low that when I had driven someone home one time back in the day, he got me a pack of cigarettes, and I was like, Oh my god! Like I was like, I was like, wow! Like 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 you got me a fucking hand me gold! Like and it's like it's so crazy because my expectations were so low of people. Like I would do things like that all the time. I would always give people rides home, and no one would ever throw me gas money or like throw me anything because I also wasn't asking for it. But the same token, it's just like at a certain point because I didn't have boundaries, it felt draining. Because it's like, it accumulates and like all these different things. And and you feel underappreciated, you know, because people are just utilizing you all the time. And then the first time I drove this human home, like, he got me a bag of cigarettes. And I was like, wow, that's special. And I began (laughs) to put him on the pedestal, you know. So it's it's crazy, like, how how that happens like that. And uh, how (laughs) not having any expectations... Or having too much expectations. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just a sweet spot. It's like, you know, that's what this podcast is all about is like, how do we find our balance? Like, how do we find our balance with being honest with ourselves and others? You know, that's what we're here to talk about today. I feel like 
that's where I stand right now and figuring everything out for myself is like especially boundaries is learning how to create new ones that are beneficial to me right now as as where I stand with myself you know Mm -hmm. um because I allowed so many people to just walk over and be like yeah it's okay yeah it's okay yeah it's okay like I'm a good person and it's like why do you have to prove you're a good person yeah why do you have to prove you're a good (laughs) person that people could feel that Mm -hmm. you know they know you're a good person why do you have to hold up that image that you're a good person and as long as you believe that you're a good person like that's like because at the end of the day people are gonna look at you no matter what you do and be like i don't know about that person (laughs) yeah i don't know about them i don't know you know you could be uh, like an angel you know it doesn't matter always gonna be that but if you know your intention if you know why you're doing what you're doing, none can stop you. I mean, now I just got done being the villain. That's it, literally what it felt like. You yeah, went from it's a whole like you go from chapter. Yeah, you get. <laughs> sounds crazy saying that. Yeah. <laughs> you go mm-hmm. from being overly nice and overly giving mm-hmm. until you blow up, which is really what happens. You blow up inside, and you're yeah, like, like, "I'm gonna be the fucking villain." Now like, I don't <laughs> even have walls. I have a fucking moat with yeah. alligators in it. <laughs> Y'all ain't crossing my boundaries. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> You're going to figure it out for yourself. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I, I used to be a well. Now y'all don't even get a cup of water. <laughs> fuck out of my face. I got to focus on myself. Yeah. that's mm-hmm. Honestly, it's, it is what it is. Like We need to have those periods, though. But that's what brings you back down to earth mm-hmm. that's what humbles you is like when you're like all right well that's definitely not it either that's like what? i feel like the, those extremes that we go through is like that's the whole point of them is just to be like oh wow in the moment i didn't realize that was just not working out that well yeah. because you start realizing oh you're still not happy mm-hmm. and then you're like oh it what feels does that mean good for like the moment to be like screw this like i'm gonna do whatever i want and then you're like that's not that's not it like that's not helping you in any way if anything you're making things worse yeah if anything <laughs> now you're hurting people now you're hurting people yeah. even more like you're you're it, it where it doesn't have to be like you were hurting yourself now you're hurting other people in protection of yourself yeah and it's like okay well how do we find the middle ground and that's just i feel like for me personally i think that that's just about checking in just checking in with yourself and whoever, whatever, like, you know, is kind of surrounding you. Like, why do I say that? Why do I want to say that? Okay. Because, like, for me, I have a Gemini Mercury, so I shit just be flying out my fucking mouth. Like, it's gotten me in trouble most of my life. And, like, when I was younger, I, like, I, I would, like, either not say anything and suppress or I would just, like, speak. And even though I would speak about a lot of things, like, I just need <clears throat> to slow down personally some people need to speed up some people need to slow down some people just need to stay right where they're at sometimes we need to speed up at times sometimes we need to slow down sometimes we need to just stay present most of all it's just about being present with wherever you're at and whatever you need to say sometimes you don't need to say it out loud sometimes you need to just say it to, to yourself. yourself yeah no one else needs to hear it mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter how excited you are no matter how upset you are sometimes you really just need to have that conversation with yourself because once you have that conversation with yourself, then you can actually discern, like, well, should I have it with somebody else? And if you're having a conversation with yourself, and, and also, like, opposite, like, flip side, if you're having a conversation with yourself nonstop, and, like, you, then you probably have to have a conversation with a person. If you're yeah. constantly having the same conversation with yourself, there's going to be a point where you have to be like, all right, well, I should probably have this conversation yeah. with this person that I'm having a conversation in my head about. Like, 
it's like let me invite them to the party because I'm having conversation with their essence. And like when you're having conversation with their essence, like they're still receiving it in some kind of like uh, vibrational way. Yeah. It's and still they and they it, they know or they don't know, and but it's still affecting them. So that's like the transparency, and I feel like that's why I get like very aggressive sometimes when it comes to when people don't say or speak or communicate because yes. it feels like my energy boundary is being crossed yeah it feels like you're having a conversation and feel way towards me and you're not telling me like i'm not in on the secret and it makes me feel aggressive it makes me feel like i need to be protective over myself it makes me feel like it makes me feel like i want to fight like that's literally the feeling the feeling feels like i want to physically have an altercation yeah. like and i don't like to feel that like you know what i mean naturally like I don't, it's not a, that's not a good feeling because now I have adrenaline and in that space, like I'm very, like any word I say is going to be like a swing. Like anything I say is going to be like a, a jab. Like it's going, I'm going to come for you, not intentionally. Like I'm not like, oh, I'm going to come for you. But like energetically, I'm like, out. I'm going to come for you because you've been coming for me. Yeah. You've been coming. It doesn't matter who it is. It could be your friend. It could be your parent. It could be your partner. It could be your, your work, like people, your coworkers, like. It'd be anybody. Once it builds up, and I think that that's why I personally struggle with that is because I'm very sensitive to that feeling. And then I communicate. So when that's not reciprocated, um, it just feels wrong. It feels like being violated. But I need to follow that because that's still coming from an acknowledgement. That could be coming from also a space of like, well, then I can't fix the problem. And if there's a then if I can't be this role or this archetype of a fixer, then, like, what is my purpose, right? So How what? do you tackle that? Uh, I'll tell you probably in a, little, a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, like, how I tackle it is just, yo, be, be honest with yourself. Like, just being honest with myself. Like, I'm tackling it by talking about it on the podcast right now. Like, that's the thing True. that is the whole point of, like, this platform is, like, real time unpacking real things and also like yeah reflecting or like featuring but like being in the present moment because every topic we're going to talk about on this podcast is going to be something that's happening for the both of us in the present moment so we get to have two perspectives or multiple perspectives on what we're experiencing so then we learn like so it's like for me now like it's like that's where that's where i struggle and like what i've been working on that is just also understanding that everybody processes at different times everyone has a different process and we have to also understand, like, well, what am I okay with and what I'm not okay with? You know, if I if if there's something, like, if I want to talk instantly and you want to talk in a month, can we talk in two weeks? You know, like, can we, can we talk in two weeks? Right. Can we check in like that? You know, it's like, it's just a balance of, like, what we need to do for ourselves and others by being honest with ourselves, stating our boundary. I'm not okay with waiting this long. Okay, and then other person, like, well, I'm not okay with you speaking in the exact moment, which are two very valid things. Just like everything else in life, like, we have to find a healthy compromise that feels good, not a compromise that feels, like, even compromises, they might not always feel, like, great, but, like, if you feel like you're giving yourself up all the time, then that might not be the situation or the equation you want to be in. Yeah. But if you feel like, all right, this is realistic, like, this is right in the middle, like, that is a realistic thing. Like, I might want to be here, you might want to be here, but we're going to meet here for the sake of growth, for the sake of balance. 
you know, balance doesn't always feel great. And the thing about balance is it's not a destination. It's a fucking tightrope. Yeah. When you're walking on the, like, balance is the line in between the yin and yang. It's, it's, it's not the this part this part you know it's it's embodiment of all but it's the it's the line in between it you have to fucking walk and then you fall on one side and you fall into one extreme and then you find yourself go out you like go back up. you go back out the hole and you go back on that side and you find the tightrope and you might fall on the other side so that's why we have those moments like i'm a villain i'm a hero but in order to be our hero we have to confront the villain within yeah, us yeah. we have all arcs in our fucking story of life you know what I mean? We're every part. We're the fucking all the, all the things. Once we realize that we have a whole bunch of people in our movie, but we are everybody in our movie. Like we're, we we casted everyone. That's crazy. I just told somebody they're the main character of their own movie yesterday. <laughs> As I had that thought, and you're speaking on it out mm -hmm. loud. That's crazy. Yeah, because we are, and it's like you know, I don't know. Like I feel like recently I've been seeing more of like a. I guess, like, the uh, negative connotations of, like, main characters. And I guess, like, that's also coming from a space of, like, I, I guess I can understand that more so now than I did. At first, I felt resistant to that because I'm like, well, why should we be side characters? Like, you know, why sometimes should we live our better. lives? But you sometimes get to see it's more better. from being the side character. Absolutely. You notice more as a side character. Absolutely. It's good to have the, but then you realize you can kind of go into any. It's not good to always be in one space all the time. Like, it's good mm -hmm. to, like, because I think that I felt when I was younger, like, it took a long time for me to actually accept the fact that I was the main character of my own life. Like, be okay with feeling that. Like, I always felt ashamed for feeling like I was, you know? And then once I felt okay with feeling that, I'm like, oh, okay, like, well, I don't have to be all the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you got different movies, you know, you got different situations. Like, you don't have to be the person. Like, sometimes, like, especially, like, when I go into events and stuff, like, I was just talking to Lori about this the other day. Like, I went to an event the other day, and they asked, like, Hi, oh, you Lori. know. Introduce <laughs> yourself. Yeah, hey, Lori. Uh, they, they asked, like, introduce ourselves. And I went to this event, like, not wanting to be anyone. You know what I mean? I, I didn't want to be anyone in particular. I didn't want to mingle and, like, <laughs> I didn't want to network like, oh, okay, I do this, 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 which automatically means like now you're connecting with people, which is fine. Like, and I am in that mood a lot. I just wasn't that time. I wanted to just like me be there, be present, do the activity. And um, I've made a compromise. Like I was like, right, I'll just say one thing. And then it was fine. It was like, and I realized that I was being like super like introspective. But the whole thing is, is like, you don't, <sighs> When you start explaining, like, what you do and who you are, now you're giving people thought, food. You're giving them reasons they could want to like you. When you remove that, mm -hmm. you're just, like, they just like you or they don't. Yeah. If, like, I know, for example, if I like someone, I inquire more. I'm like, oh, I fuck with you. Like, what else do you do? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, tell me this, tell me that. But if I don't, then I don't. So it doesn't matter. And like, and then if I don't fuck with you and then I find out that you do something in like the same field as I now, do I have to feel a pressure to like, to, to work with you or navigate with you? Like, I don't want that. Like, I just want, I just want to be honest with my vibration. Like my words can be honest. That's fine. 
I just want to be honest with my vibration. It, not only for, like, out, it, like, um, kind of, like, what is the word? I don't know the word. <laughs> when it's coming out of you, oh, emitting, emitting. <laughs> <laughs> when it's emitting from you, but, like, also what you're re receiving and tuning in for other people. Because, oh, the main character, man, that was the whole point. So, like, I didn't want to be a main character at that event. I didn't want to be one of the people I, like, oh, like, looked at or, like, you know, had, cut. like, I was just, like, I'm just... I'm just a person. Yeah. I'm just here to do the well, thing. Just vibe in your own space. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I think that's okay, too. And, like, there's a big reason why I don't do intros on this podcast. Because, like, you can be a doctor. You can be anything you are. Or, like, you can feel either societally accomplished with your title. Or you can literally be a person who is homeless, like, that cleaned up and came onto the podcast. And no one would know. Yeah. Because... You are either choosing to share or not, but that's up to you. I don't like that pressure. I don't like that here. Send me a description. I understand why we need it with certain things. Obviously, like I like to read description on, on certain things, but that's just not what this space is about. Because like you're either gonna you're gonna like somebody or not. You're not right. You know, and like a person who is a doctor might want to come up here and talk about some like wild crazy shit and not be known as a doctor that day, or you know, or vice versa. <laughs> like someone who's always doing wild crazy shit might want to come up here and talk about like philosophical. You know what I mean? And not be judged for it. Because now you're not putting them in a box. Because once you think you know somebody by what they do, what their job is, what they do for a living. people just sticks in your head. That just stays with you. From your own life experience, from your own experiences that you've interpreted or seen these careers or people being. You're now going to assume that and project it onto that person. So, yeah. Word. That's what people do, though. That's how pe a lot, I mean, that's unfortunately how a lot of people thrive is, is off of the assumption that they know somebody without actually sitting there and getting to know the person, you know, whatever information you volunteer, they take that and they, it's like they soak it up like a sponge and they're like, mm -hmm. okay. They think they know you. Yeah. Well, it's just another means of distraction because they don't want to know themselves probably or something like that, you know, whatever it is. I don't need to extrapolate it, but like, it's just a whole bunch of humans just like doing the thing that they think they need to do to survive. And sometimes that's at the expense of other people, and sometimes that's the uh, elevation of other people. And we're just fucking humaning. It's just weird, you know, but it's also, like, interesting. It's scary. It definitely can be. <laughs> it's scary. It definitely can be. Because, like, the mind is such a sensitive and moldable thing. And if you're not becoming aware of the things that are in which control you, then, or why you're doing what you're doing, then you're just allowing yourself to live on autopilot and not having control over anything that you do. And that's why it's like, it, I guess it's like, why, why put it on manual when you can have it on automatic? And I think that that's why a lot of people live like that because it's seemingly, ignorance is seemingly bliss, right? Until you realize that the ignorance is what killed you. You know, so it's like you could live a blissful life, but a short one. Maybe not nearly as fulfilled as you would have been, nurturing it like your soul. You know, it's like it's all things on belief systems too because it's like, if you truly believe that nothing happens after you die, why are you going to live? You're going to exist. Like, that's why faith is so important. Like, whatever it is that you believe in. It could be any fucking religion. You could be no religion. You could be whatever. Like, 
whatever you believe in is going to set the president for how you live every day. It's like the retainer and the foundation. That's why so many people remain stagnant because they don't have their own belief system. They don't have their own ways of looking at how to live. They just think, okay, this is life. Okay, cool. And then yeah. they just stick with whatever mundane their, their, situations. Yeah, their yeah. routine is. Like you don't learn that way. You don't grow that way. Yeah. You don't go through any type of realization at all. Do you feel like maybe like if in like a very like a it's very removed from almost like the human experience question, so it's kind of a interesting one, but do you feel like that's why people experience trauma sometimes is so that like the universe can kind of shake them up into believing in something? You know, like there's like saying like there's a reason for things that are even like fucked up like you know people having like cancer or, like whatever the case is is like sometimes that happens because of like the um ir- like the either the ignorance of, or that we didn't know how to take care of ourselves or what was affecting us and not modifying that and or the need to believe in something and um i think it depends on like people and age and circumstances but I feel like that can go both ways almost because I've seen people go through traumatic things with very little belief and then their whole belief system becomes a whole different belief system. And then I've seen people go through severe trauma who had all the belief in the world and then they're kind of just like, okay, so this just happened to me. Why am I going to even waste my time thinking like – anything is real like i'm just gonna like you know and then they become that mundane type of individual mm-hmm. and it's like it sucks <laughs> when you have that belief some people keep it some people become stronger in it and then there's people that lose everything i feel like people are put through tests mm-hmm. to not just test themselves but to say okay do you really believe this do you really believe that you can overcome whatever it is you're going what do you in really life? believe in yeah. like do yeah. you believe mm-hmm. your belief or mm-hmm. do you just say it's a belief mm-hmm. and that's something that you you follow you know yo it's so true because it's like when you're getting tested in certain spaces like you know they say like oh you know people won't cry and then they cry when um like uh, when they or they pray they people don't pray and then and they pray when they're about to die because mm-hmm. you know they and and it's like well why wait until you're sick to start praying right why wait until you're this to start doing that and it's like I feel like I've experienced both ends of exactly what you're saying like and thank you for bringing that point I feel like it's really important like it, it you can go either way I feel like I, like I have had traumas that made me numb to certain things and then I had another trauma that like made me feel everything and then after that trauma. I had another trauma that made me so numb and fucking curse God and like in creation. And, and it's like, how could you, if you're supposed to care for us as humans, how could you let this happen to me and to other people? Like, how could you let like these horrible tragedies that happen happen to other people? And then I'm thinking like, well, if I'm one energy and all seeing energy, all knowing energy, like, am I still capable of error? You know, the world is not, it's like perfectly imperfect. It's like, you know, there are, there are errors in the system, in the code, like, and, and whatever the case is, is, like, there's glitches. Where does that glitch come from? You know, can I, should I be so mad at the universe, at creator, at God? Or is it just, like, something that's happening? It's not, like, them specifically, you know? And then it's, like, it's not me specifically. It's just something that happened, and, like, maybe I'm not seeing it in a certain way. 
And then like I there was a pinnacle there's a few pin, like pinnacle fork in the roads where it was like I was either gonna be like of like a like you know we were the villain and the hero but I was like really gonna be like lifetime character either yeah. a hero <laughs> or a villain <laughs> like <laughs> like not just the mentality like it was either I was gonna be a horrible person <laughs> or I was gonna be a, a decent human right? right and I felt it I felt it in me like what what decision am I gonna make and once I thought of like my father being like in spirit and I was like. He wouldn't want this for me. In fact, he's going to, like, haunt me and, like, beat my ass in spirit. Like, I need to do this. Like, why would I do that? That's only temporary. Like, it became very clear. Like, once you start unpacking it, like, well, like, I don't actually thrive off of this. Like, that's not even who I really am. That's just what my trauma wants to manifest to be. Because I have resonance with pain. But I don't want to curate it. I want to heal it. So why the fuck would I go that way? It doesn't even make sense. So once I, like, stopped, like, w- being numb, like, I used to, dr- I wore all black. Like, I was, like, ready for my own funeral and anybody else's death at that point. It was just, like, death was the only constant. So I was just like, all right, well, you might as well just be prepared because everyone's dying, mm-hmm. you know. And there's a certain look that people get in their eyes when, when, you, when you drain your spirit and you stop believing. It's like when you stop believing, it's, there's an emptiness, in people's eyes it's like i call it dead eyes you know uh, there's certain i call it dead eyes but there's there's many different versions of eyes like but that numbness the numbness that just exists in your eyes that staleness you know um and then how do you come back from that like it's like if you want to the universe is going to co-create with you to like help you get there if you start looking at the perspective because i feel like the universe is always trying to pick us up and put us back on our feet but if we feel like we want to lay down and sleep that fucking bothers us we're like what do you mean it's like the universe is like an alarm clock and we're like trying to shut it off we're like i want to fucking sleep an extra five minutes i'm off today got shit to do like like, this is not how that's not what's gonna help you in the long run it's hard to see that when we have the tunnel vision we're just going like that you know trying to one track just look down one one way you know you don't want to move in that moment and actually process what's going on or you try not to for that moment it's not like that that's not how how life works so yeah i completely agree well is there anything else you wanted to get into on this podcast over here is there anything you want to get into I feel like we got into everything. I was just thinking, um, potentially pulling some cards, and there is one thing that I did want to offer if you felt, you know, uh, resonant. I brought the throat bowl. You doing this to me on the podcast is crazy. <laughs> I don't like that everyone can watch me go through a scary-ass feeling. You, this happened literally the other day. With the sacral bowl, and I'm sitting here thinking about throat chakra, and I'm like, I was so scared to get up here because I was like, you know, I don't like really speaking on my feelings like to anyone, unless people, people I'm close with, you know. And I was like, no, I'm prepared. I'm prepared. Like, I had the throat bowl for a while, and it taught me to speak up for myself, and I was able mm-hmm. to sit there and like really like work with how I'm able to speak up and not just you know keep everything consult. Ugh. That's crazy. All right. I resonate with it. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> That's so nuts. 
So this is like a time capsule right now that we're kind of like living in. Like we're in, we're on this podcast. No one's gonna understand besides the immediate people in this room. <laughs> that's that's right. the thing. But at the end of the day, the fact that you are who you are, and you are coming up here and speaking your truth and literally full circle are being the embodiment of the exact thing that you were working on for so long. You get to look back and be on this podcast or listen to it and remember that whenever you need it, you can revisit this moment and remind yourself no matter how hard it gets or matter, no matter how like, if you feel like you're not good as far as you should be or wherever it is, you get back to go to this moment and be like, look at how far I came mm-hmm. to do this for myself. You came on this podcast and you're speaking your truth and you're expressing yourself. That's a big thing. You're sharing it with the world. So you putting out this vibration, is not, even if people don't know the background history, deep them <laughs> listening and receiving, if they are open to receiving these vibrations that are about to be played, are going to emit breaking cycles, embodying the truth, speaking the truth, standing on it, and then coming back and seeking out a space and a platform to do so because you reached out to me. And that was huge. That was huge. That was scary. That was incredible. (laughs) I was so excited. That was scary. And that was powerful. Mm -hmm. It was powerful. For real. But that's what it was. Mm-hmm. This is nuts. <laughs> this literally sat in, even before I walked through the door today, that was like what was sitting on, like on my brain. <laughs> it was like the group and the moments we went through helped me so much in like figuring, out so, figuring a lot out actually. wherever you're at you're open to hearing and receiving these vibrations in a good way like that just allow yourself to get comfortable and get present into this moment breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth releasing the tension in any part of your body without judging it Closing your eyes if that feels good for you. Breathing in deep. Now out. Releasing tension in your shoulders, in your jaw, your lower back, your knees, your legs, your arms, anywhere where you feel tension. Allowing yourself to melt down in the present moment.
Thank you for that. Well, a lot louder than, like, I don't think even when I played it back then, it was as loud as it used to be. Makes sense. A hundred percent. That's <laughs> crazy. Like, it, it, I started and I was like, this wasn't as loud as when I first started. That was literally, no one has ever played that bowl the way that you just, like, I've never heard throat be such, like, I feel like I'm in trance right now. Like, it, like I That's feel like, yeah, 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 like, it was just the most harmonious, your vibration meeting and amplifying with what the bowl's vibration was, was, like, the most synchronistic experience I've had in quite some time. Thank you for that, and thank you for sharing your medicine. Thank you. Thank you for bringing it. Of course. Oh, she was like, I'm coming. <laughs> She's like, I'm coming. <laughs> Wasn't so. joking, though. <laughs> I literally just went to a different planet for a few, mis- a few seconds. Mm-hmm. A few minutes, a few seconds. Mm-hmm. I was just like, this wasn't as loud as when I first <laughs> when I first received it. Like, So to bring this podcast to a conclusion, I felt inclined to bring some cards today and if you're open to it would you like to pull one from here yeah. so we're going to pull some cards for whoever's open to it who is listening it listening to it in the moment i'm not gonna tie it to a week because i realized like i was starting to do like okay well here's this week's podcast, this week's uh, reading. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that feels resonant. This week, I feel like this reading is just going to be for anyone who is working on speaking their truth whenever they hear it, whether it's a year from now or a week from now, that this message and may these cards and the messages that we're about to pull from help guide you and remind you of anything that you need to know like that in a good way So just flew over. I'm going to actually yeah, pull one. Yeah, this happens but. all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just to let y'all know, the card that flew out was transparency. Just just to show you Stop how real it, it is. Mm-hmm. You didn't see it? No. I thought you seen it. No, I lied. I thought that's why you time, said that. Every time we do this, a card flies out before you can pick it. Mm-hmm. Stop. Mm-hmm. 
have no words. At least not while we're on the podcast. No words. <laughs> no words. You know, I was thinking about solar plexus this whole time. I was thinking about bringing it in here, but you know, it's all right. Solar plexus made her her uh, appearance the other day. <laughs> okay. All right. So it's interesting. So everything that had chemo was this upside down too? Something. So everything that had came up was kind of like. In reverse, so how I interpret that at this moment is like, what is it? So we pull these cards with the intention of the message going to the people who need to hear it to help them speak their truth, right? So the first thing that's coming up is like believing in ourselves, right? Our solar plexus chakra, like doing different things that are going to help us be confident in what it is that we are feeling. Also, our solar plexus are, is literally our gut. So checking in with our gut health and, uh, you know, kind of getting that in order. Divine masculine is something that came up. So how I interpret that is like putting in action for what it is that we do. Like, it's like we could want to be honest. We want to be transparent. But if we're not putting in the action to do so and to bring that into reality, then it's just existing in the divine feminine plane, which is that introspective world. Like, this is the outer world to kind of put that out there. And then Colt's foot, which is presence. You know, all of these were in reverse. So how I interpret that is simply, like, when you're not believing in yourself and you're not speaking on the things that you need to speak on in the moment, then you're not allowing yourself to honor your feelings and be in your purpose and and be in alignment with like what you're meant to do in life in general, like for yourself and for others. Like that is how this layout comes out. Um, you know, so how can we, what can we do about that is like honoring our feelings as we feel them. That doesn't necessarily always mean we put uh, an outward expression in our throat. That means that we just have to express. Like, so in the moment, if you don't feel like you should have a conversation, like go pick up a pen and a paper and go start drawing, you know, go pick up something, express yourself, dance, use any form of expression. Because when you're not expressing, you're harboring and you're holding and it's in, and that movement is being asked to be present and like be playful too. Like, you know, the solar plexus is all about our inner child, like tuning in, like what is it that my inner child is like yelling for and how can I nurture it? within myself in that present moment? How What actions can I do for that part of myself that has this need that's coming up? And that's going to be transparent with myself and whoever is around me and it's affecting. And that's not going to get in the way of what I'm supposed to do in my life. So, yeah, I hope that, you know, that meets everybody well in a good way and just... Also get comfortable being uncomfortable. It's not always going to be comfortable. It's probably not going to be comfortable. But most good things aren't at first, you know. You're going to have a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of fear, whatever the case is. You know, you're being seen doing something new. You're doing something new. Like, it's okay to have those feelings. Like, do it anyway. If you know why you're doing it, do it anyway. And that's what I want to kind of leave off on. I keep looking at this card because... 
I get like those um, kind of like those like morning reminders and one of them said your heart is a precious tool mm. and on the end of the card it says your tender heart is a treasure and I just kept like reading it and reading it and reading it like how you resonate with how it resonates with what was pulled is like time and place absolutely thank you thank you thank you for having me here of course thank you for being you and bringing your energy and contributing to this podcast in such a beautiful way thank you well thank you guys for listening thank you for tuning in appreciate y'all see you next wednesday enjoy the rest of your week